Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Angie Everhart, and you're listening to two people who drink more beer than I drank blood in Bordello of Blood, the number one uncensored show about beer, boobs, and political incorrectness. This is Drinking drinking Dirty in Jersey. Cheers, baby. Woo! And cheers, Angie Everhart. Thank you. And cheers, everyone. Welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live live on LA Radio. And I know that I say this every week, but tonight we truly do have a fucking kick-ass show for you. Uh, We have porn legend Chasey Lane, who's going to be in the show live in a little bit. Can I sing the song? Uh, (laughs) It's been ahead all week. (laughs) If any of you are uh, kind of fans of the Bloodhound Gang, you know what Cassie's (laughs) talking about. It's literally been in my head. Oh, the song is song, The Ballad of Chasey it's Lane. A fantastic song. Fantastic song. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit later, which is on the phone. phone. Um, also, it's Super Bowl Eve, and we have an awesome Super Bowl craft beer taste test uh, going on in a little bit. Actually, we might do that quicker rather than later, actually. But uh, we do also have uh, the winner of the 2016 Throated Challenge, uh, Sour- porn star Sarah Vandell, that's supposed to be on the show. Um, we're trying to call her, I guess, uh, there's some time confusion or something like that, but, uh, hopefully we get her on the show, but we'll see what happens. We'll just roll with it like usual. Um, but anyway, we'll, as of course, we're going to move on with the show in Utah. Get me two. Two beers. That is don't sound so enthusiastic when I say this. I I say, (laughs) give me two (laughs) dick. Give me two. I'll give you two. You sound like the, the greased crackhead in the. Uh, I'll give you fucking guys. two. Two fucking slaps in the face. No! <laughs> and of course, we're drinking, and I'm drinking a Stone Stotch Sanity Project, uh, Grainiac, which is an awesome beer by Stone Brewing. Uh, very typical of what Stone Brewing has. Very strong. Um, it's it's a good beer. Cass, you know what kind of beer this actually is? I sound like an idiot right now. Uh, I think it's. I have a feeling it's a rye. I believe it is a rye, yes. And the ABV on this beer is about 8%, so very strong beer, but it's a big one. So I can kind of milk this uh, during the whole show, except for the test, obviously. And Cassie, I know you're drinking something exciting. What are you drinking? I'm drinking um, a beer that we spoke about on the show a couple months ago um, that Carton did as a collab with Smut Labs out of New Hampshire. And it's called Sit Down Sun. And it's basically like they had a rap battle – some guy like a like a like a virtual rap battle or whatever, if you will. Some Carton has a beer called Boat. If you guys are familiar with New Jersey beer, it's fantastic. Beer. Yes, it is. Awesome. Um, beer. And some company, and I can't think of it off the top of my head. They came out with a, bo- a beer called Yacht, and it was supposed to be like their answer to Boat, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be better than Boat and bigger than Boat and like whatever. So Augie Carton, being the god that he is, came out with a beer called came Titanic. Out- Came, no, came out with this beer, and it's called Sit Down, Son. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> nice. Sit the fuck down. And it's a 4% um, dry hop session lager. It's fantastic. 
Well, I like, I can see on the side of the can, like the whole thing you just described sounds like a kind of a rap battle. Yeah, and, there's and a he has like a cassette. set on the on the side. Yeah. So I like that. Just watching that straight out of Compton movie, which was awesome. Oh my god! If anybody gets to see that movie, or if you, if you haven't seen it, go out and see it, or not go out at this point. Just uh, upload it on Netflix or, or watch it on TV. For real, uh, it's just an amazing. awesome, awesome movie. You don't even have to be a rap fan to like that movie. It's just a really, really good um, a documentary about uh, NWA. Um, and the most amazing character in that for me was the guy who did Ice Cube, which turned out to be Ice, Ice Cube's son. son. Yeah. As I'm watching the movie, I'm like, oh, my God, he sounds just like Ice Cube. I can't believe it. Well, it turns out to be his freaking son. And I right. think his son actually sounds better than his dad, which is uh, kind of well, his dad's, his dad's now on like a road trip like for, you know, with his kids. Are we there yet? Oh, my God. <laughs> he make the worst movies. Like, they show in this movie how much of a gangster he used to be. Like, you know, straight out of Compton. Like, you know. He was such a thug. Talking about like, shooting cops and, like. And then, he, uh, and then he turned into, like. The- selling drugs and smoking a reefer. And then, like, you now he turned into, like, the, the gay. He makes the gayest movies of all time. Like, if I can find the picture, there's this meme. I'll post it on our Twitter of Ice Cube, like, and it's like two pictures, and it's like Ice Cube as a thug, and the next to it's like Ice Cube smiling, like in our we. Oh, it's it. so bad! It's like freaking hilarious! Like, like uh, for example, like Adam Sandler makes the, the gay, like you, Adam Sandler makes the gayest movies of all time. When Adam Sandler comes out of the movie, I know it's going to be stupid. I never want to see it, but I think Ice Cube is more ridiculous than Adam Sandler movies. Like, are we there yet? Or no, it's not our. It's uh, there were, you made those movies aren't there yet? But it just came out with the 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 Rye Two or something like that, or it's a sequel to a bad cop comedy movie. And it was with Kevin Hart, and he's like driving in the car, and they're like getting all these oh, misadventures. And- ride along, <laughs> ride along. That's it. Ride along too. Yes. The first one was so bad. Let's make a second one. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. But anyway, go see Straight Outta Compton because that was just a, a freaking great movie. Oh, it's great, and it was cast so well. Like at one point, and not it's not a spoiler really, but like at one point, they show. Uh, Dude, I can swear that was fucking Tupac. Looked just like him. It was like it looked, sounded just like him. Looked just like him. I don't think Tupac's dead. I think he's in straight out of comedy. The producer of this movie should get an award for something just for like finding people that looked exactly Casting, like yeah. these motherfucking people because it's crazy. The Easy E guy looked just like him. Doctor oh, yeah. Dre looked just like him. It's just nuts. Even the um, the the uh, their their Jewish uh, producer. Look just like the oh, guy. I never saw that. I looked him up on okay. Google. It's very similar. It's just crazy. So just a great job producing it. Yeah. Uh, but definitely go see that. Um, I think it's up for an Oscar, but it's up for like something random. Oh, best original song or something. Original song. Original screenplay maybe. It's up maybe for something like really Probably weird. original screenplay because the songs aren't original. All the songs are from <laughs> the actual NWA days. But – uh, anyway, folks, every show we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. And tonight's drinking word is balls. Now, an example of balls would be, now that Tom Brady's not in the Super Bowl, he can stay at home and suck on his boyfriend's balls. Oh, drink. <laughs> you know, because he's a faggot. Uh, oh. Cassie, do you have an example? she's drinking so we're gonna have the most delicious dip here tomorrow that i want to dip my balls in it oh drink (laughs) you didn't drink i did you didn't Mm. see me drink it was blocked by the microphone (laughs) the second time oh oh, i'm sorry yeah you're right you're right um okay uh actually um 
let's uh, let's have uh, let's have her try our guest one last time, Sarah okay. Mandela. If you could try that number one last time, we'll see if she's there. If not, we'll just uh, Go into completely move on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's uh, she's trying to call Miss Sarah Miss Sarah Vandella of Team No Hands, who uh, just won the 2016 throated contest, which is a blowjob contest, obviously, if you haven't figured that out by now. It's been forwarded to automatic voicemail system. So um, I wonder if she sucks on balls too. Or just- oh, drink in that contest, <laughs> which we love working with porn stars and having porn stars in the show, but um, sometimes they're very unreliable. So, you know, shit happens sometimes. So we just got to roll with it as we always do here yes. on drinking dirty in Jersey. Yes. So what we're actually going to do then is we're going to start our Super Bowl. Craft beer taste test. Sweet, so I can be wasted for the whole show. Nice. Dun, da, da. Okay. Now, what we do on the uh, craft beer taste test, if you haven't seen, uh, seen or listened to this before, is we picked out six craft beers that have to go with the Super Bowl. Now, what we did is uh, obviously uh, Super Bowl doesn't make craft beer. So we took beers that were made in, uh, A, San Francisco, which the Super Bowl is being played. Right. So probably beers you can get at the Super Bowl. Right. Also, some beers from Colorado, which is which an is, awesome craft beer place. Right, and where the Broncos are from. Where the Broncos are from, obviously. Now, the one thing is there is craft beer out of Carolina, but we just couldn't find any. Well, it's not even that we couldn't find any. Nothing distributes to New Jersey. So, yes. So, obviously, being in wah, New Jersey, wah. Wah, wah, we're kind of shorthanded there. I mean, we but- usually we get – we have like every single beer from every single state except North Carolina and South Carolina. <laughs> I know. Why can't we get – was it like the, the Soviet Union down there? Why can't Actually, we get South Carolina, we do get beers here, but it's very few and far between, oh. and they're hard to find. Okay. So North Carolina, we don't get anything. So what we're going to do is, uh, as always, I'm going to pass the beer to Cassie. Cassie's going to open it up, tell us a little bit about the beer. She's going to taste it, tell us what she thinks of it, and then passes it to me, and I give my drunken opinion. And at the end of the contest, we just rate what the overall best one is. So, Cassie, I'm going to hand the first one to you. And what beer is this we're starting off okay, with? Okay. Well, this is from Bronco Country – Fort Collins Brewery in Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, this is a new one out of their brewery. This is a, one I've seen before. It's called Farm Dog Farmhouse Ale, which means it's a saison. Mm-hmm. Um, it is for those of you who don't know that uh, craft beer people that aren't in, are intelligent enough for that. That is, any farmhouse beer is a saison. Yes, yes. Um, it's not listed the ABV, but it's probably about six. I think six percent. Yeah, that seems about right for a, for a saison. Yeah. Um, so Cassie's going to open that uh, bitch up right there, and she's going to give it a little bit of a taste. And uh, smells great. That's always a good sign. And Cassie's tasting it. And Cassie, uh, what do you think of the beer? Making sure it doesn't explode all over you. Oh, it's really good. Is it? It's definitely one of those beers that you can drink um, a lot more more than one of. Yes, um, I just tasted it as well. First of all, I want to say that I. Really it's got like, like an orange the, peel taste to it. It has an orange peel taste to it. Um, it's kind of a, uh, a summertime drinking yeah. beer, but out of uh, – I'm sorry. Where was this out of? Fort Collins? Uh, Fort Collins. Colorado. Is it, is it Colorado? Okay. So I, but it's a day drinking beer. It's definitely yeah. a beer you want to drink during the day. Um, I really like the label. It kind of – Lassie feel with a little dog on the front uh, right. in a fucking farm and shit. Like it's going to save your life if you fucking fell on the well. Um, but uh, it's a very good beer. I like this one a lot. And uh, we'll see how the other ones match up to that one, because right now that one uh, is my winner. But uh, Cassie, what's this next one we got? All right. This is um, classic out of San Francisco, yes. Anchor Brewing Company. Yes, one of the, the big ones. The first brewery that ever came out of California, I think. Yes. Um, was Yes, it was. Anchor it was, was the first one, I believe. If that, that's it, not no, right. No, wait, no. Sierra Nevada was. But Anchor oh. 
right behind. It was right behind it. Okay. Um, this is their porter. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not listed on here again. Again, what's with the ABV? Stuff? I don't know. Porters are usually up to like seven. Yeah, like seven or eight. Seven or eight percent. They're so, darker beers, and um, I love their little. What I like about Anchor is that they have pony bottles. Like their bottles are short and stout. Short and stout. That's right. Kind of like my penis. <laughs> Counting your balls. Come on, baby. I get friction on a baby's jar. Balls! Oh, drink! <laughs> Cassie, what do you think about that beer? Nah, I don't like it that much. Not, not too well. I'm not a big fan of porters to begin well, with. I like porters, but I like certain kinds of porters. No, I know you like porters, but I do not like porters. I don't like the darker beers, so I'm going to uh, – I'm already going into this uh, in, in a negative, so let's see how it tastes. It's very molassy, molasses. Molasses, yes, I can definitely taste that. This tastes like it's like a, a, mi- a mixing for something. Like you pour this into a lighter something to make it. You know what I mean? Like it's a dark substance. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a dark substance. Obviously, it's a porter. <laughs> like what molasses is used for? <laughs> like uh, the syrup and chocolate milk, or like oatmeal cookies? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. So I'm watching Twitter that my Twitter feed, and all I see is boobs. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, we're friends. We're friends with a lot of uh, unreliable porn stars. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, Cassie, what's this next beer? I'm actually excited about this next one. This so. beer we've actually had before. Um, this is 21st Amendment out of San Francisco again. Mm-hmm. Great brewery. Um, this is their session IPA. It's called Down to Earth. It's in a can. All their beers are in cans, and it's 4.4 percent alcohol. Oh, that's low. Yeah, because that's it's low. a session IPA. That's right. Okay. So it's meant for day drinking. Okay. Meant for all day. As it just mirrors, like most of 21st Amendment's beers are made for day Mm. drinking. Except their winter beer. Oh, that's good. I like that. Well, I like most of the stuff from 21st Amendment. I'm a big fan. Their winter Um, warmer is like 8 or 9%. Ever since I've been to 21st Amendment, I've been a huge fan of them. uh, And I've liked everything that I've drank from them so far. So I'm sure this is going to be good. And uh, I kind of dig the black guy they have on the front in the hammock. That's uh, that's pretty cool. (laughs) The monkey? Oh, the monkey. I'm sorry. Is that a monkey? Yes. I can't tell. That's an uh, ape. <laughs> okay, let me taste this one. Um, very good, very smooth. Um, this is definitely one of the better ones, but I don't know. What do you think this compared to the first one? Do you like this one better no, than the first one? I like no, I the first one better. I think I have to agree with you. Not to just agree <laughs> with you, but I think, yes, the farm dog was a little bit better. Um, let's see. Let's go to the next one. Um, no, this was, next one looks like another dark beer, Cassie. What's this Yes, one? this is um, Yeti Imperial Stout. And it's by Great Divide out of Colorado. Oh, all right. So Go Broncos. Yes. I really want them to win. I think the Panthers are going to win, but I really want the Broncos. This is my Super Bowl. I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but this is my Super Bowl prediction. I think that it's going to be a very close game. It's going to be a nail-biter. But I think that – Good. We uh, need one of those. It's been like forever since we had a good Super Bowl. Last year was a nail-biter. All right. Short memory, Steve. Uh, Last year was a nail-biter. Seattle drove at the last second. And instead of instead of uh, handing, oh, off that's pass, right, that's right, they fucked up. Yes, but I think Peyton's going to drive at the last minute, score a touchdown, and win, and go out in fashion like an old man should, an old hero should. Cassie, what do you think of the um, beer? You're not going to like it. Anyway, uh, tell us about the beer first. Are we always skip, um, we this skip is that. this is uh, an imperial stout, which means it's probably about nine or ten percent. It's not on here. Oh, nine point five. It is on here. Um, it's okay. It needs something. It's missing something? It's missing something for me. Okay. Uh, I called Yeti. I don't know if she pointed that out. Yes, but, uh, I did. Okay. Uh, I like some of the beers by Great Divide and some I do not like at all. So um, let's let's see here. Mm. You won't like it. You don't like stouts. Oh, no. I do not like this. 
Um, it has like a, a kind of shitty aftertaste. It as needs well. something like it's missing. If there was coffee in that, it'd probably be really good. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, just like but, the other I mean, one. I like coffee in anything. So it was missed something. So uh, actually, our next beer, I think, is by one of the uh, uh, by Anchor Brewing, Cassie. Yeah. So what's another, this one? This is um, Flying Cloud. This is their San Francisco Stout. Sorry, I got all dark beers. I think that's what dark beers are all out right now. So I apologize. Because um, it's wintertime here in yeah. Jersey. Yeah, so. 7.4% alcohol. Okay. Another dark beer. Dark beer. Dark liquor. <laughs> okay, so uh, taste this one. Tell us what you think. Better than the porter. Yeah. A little smoky, which I like. Mm-hmm. It's okay. All right, let me taste this I'd probably one put here. that in number three or two. It's not bad. Oh, yeah. No, this one's not bad. It has a lighter taste to it. Definitely wouldn't think this would be a stout. There's a smoke to that, too. There's a little bit of smoke to it. I actually like this one. Um, this is my second favorite besides the uh, the farm dog. Actually, I'm sorry, third. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like my third. Behind the 21st Amendment, right, I have to say. Right. But still a very good beer. I love that. And that's a good one. That's definitely going to be drank tonight. Um, okay. And our last beer here is a, a canned beer. Um, which are my favorite craft beers, by the way, if you're a first-time listener, if you're still listening. <laughs> but anyway, Cassidy, what's this? Oh, uh, they're last still beer? listening. This is last beer we got. This is Avery Brewing Company out of Colorado. It is a IPA. Is their IPA? Um, and it's 6.5%. And it's in a can. Can beer. Can you guys see this? We like cans here that drink dirty in Jersey. Yes, we do. I mean, we like cans, and then we like canned beer. Right? <laughs> yes. Is that accurate? Our Ustream actually just got cut off, so I just started over again. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Great, great night yeah, tonight. Yeah, great night tonight. We're uh, 0 for 10 so far. All right. And uh, how's that beer, Cassie? That's a pretty good IPA. Yeah? Mm, yeah. I mean, how do you rate it in the beer test we have going on here right now? I mean, now? I, like the f- I like the other three better, but it's not. Yeah, I mean, I like but that's like only this. because the other three were really good. This would actually be an IPA that I would introduce to a craft beer virgin. Yes. Um, it's a, uh, actually a, a pretty good uh, smooth IPA. It's not too hoppy. Uh, so I think that's why they would be able to drink it. And um, I do like Avery Brewing Company. It's actually the sticker in front of my face every time we do the show, uh, which is right here in our drinking uh, cabinet. Um, but uh, very good beer, actually. Uh, yeah, I like that. This. That actually, the, the sticker that you have up there is their White Rascal. And that's actually my favorite beer by them because it's like mm-hmm. a wheat beer. It's so good. Um, now, I, so I, I think we pretty much have a winner. But uh, to our Ustream watchers, uh, sorry about that. We're having technical difficulties on top of uh, all the all, all, all other kinds of stuff tonight. So uh, please bear with us and thank you for tuning in again if you're watching on Ustream because we had to restart the feed. Yeah, fantastic. But so I'd say the winner is at Fort Collins Brewing yes. Farm Dog. The winner of the Super Bowl craft beer taste test is going to be Farm Dog Farmhouse Ale by Fort Collins Brewery. I'll show it on the Ustream camera right there. Uh, definitely the best beer we had tonight. I really like it and. Definitely recommend it. Go out and get it. But I think a close second is going to be the 21st Amendment beer. Yeah. Uh, which was the uh, – Which actually I think they serve at um, the stadium. Yes. 21st which, Amendment. Which was down to earth. Uh, very, very good beer. Um, and the other – stouts were like okay. There was just that one stout. Uh, what was it? The Anchor. What was the one that was? Oh, the Porter. The Porter, meh. which is bad. So. But uh, overall not bad Oh, beers. the Yeti was meh. Yeah, the Yeti was meh. So <laughs> – all right, folks. <laughs> let's everybody uh, let's let's everybody grasp on, and we're going to try to call our second guest right now. Um, so uh, let's see if uh, this goes directly to voicemail. 
um, or if it doesn't go directly to voicemail, but uh, uh, producer, if you could try to call our second guest, let's see what happens. Let's roll the dice. Fantastic. That's beautiful. What an awesome show we're having tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And the beer's exploding. That's not good. And the beer's exploded all over the questions. Hang <sighs> at least. This one's actually ringing, so we're actually making steps forward here. <laughs> of course, she's not going to pick up. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Please leave your oh for two. That's right. So people that um, we're looking forward to hearing our guest tonight. I apologize. Um, uh, we are not being able to connect to our guests. It's probably the single most embarrassing night of drinking dirty it's in Jersey fine. history. It's fine. <laughs> Why don't you text our uh, our last guest and I, see if I maybe am. he I can will. call in a little bit early so we can kind of kickstart um, our show a little bit here. But um, uh, you know, uh, you know, just for the sake of it, producer, try and call in uh, one more time, and uh, if not, then we'll just move on. So uh, anyway, I mean, like the, the this uh, this guest that she's trying to call is kind of like. It was kind of a crapshoot to begin with. It was kind of a big guest to book for us, which was Chasey Lane, which if anybody has watched porn in the past, uh, I don't know, uh, 20, years. 20 years, knows who uh, Chasey Lane is. She's one of the biggest porn stars ever to grace the uh, screens of porn. So uh, she's actually been in a couple of mainstream movies. Um, so she's pretty big. So, and of course, <laughs> we are just striking out. Swing and a miss. If I was a producer, I'd be getting fired right now. <laughs> so, hello. Oh, off. Okay. All right. So we're just going to move on. Uh, shit happens. And uh, for those of you that tuned in to hear those interviews, I apologize. We definitely suck. So that's our fault. Um, but uh, it is what it is. It's a great drinking night tonight. It's a Saturday before the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Eve. Um, so, you know, this is definitely a great night to get drunk because you want to be hungover tomorrow. So you have a good buildup for, for tomorrow because you want to be able to drink all day tomorrow. Because well, thankfully, it's and thankfully, the person that, um, that is our other guest, he can talk. So Yes, he can talk a lot. But, you know, that's okay. Like I said, uh, Super Bowl Sunday is almost like it's up with New Year's Eve and St. Patrick's Day. It's one of the best drinking holidays uh, of the year, uh, definitely. Um, you know, and eating, I think, and eating. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, you get your wings, your nachos, all that stuff. Um, but you don't have to come up with an excuse to drink tomorrow. So you want to get drunk tonight. You want to be hungover. So tomorrow you can drink all day, not get wasted too early, not not remember the game because, of course, you want to know the game because uh, you know on Monday when you have to wake up all fucking hungover and miserable and go to work, you want to be able to comment on. Definitely be like. There should definitely be a like a holiday for like the day after Super Bowl. I agree with you. It should be like a day off or like an optional day off and you don't get like penalized for taking off and off, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like for example, next Monday, a lot of people are off because it's president's day. So why can't they just line up the holiday with the Super Bowl and then most people would be off and get all fucking wasted for the Super Bowl and not have to worry about going to work. I mean, 
having work the day after um, the Super Bowl is almost like having work New Year's Day. Yeah. Because who's not drinking uh, on the during the Super Bowl? Who's not? I mean, who's right. not grabbing some beer? Um, and you know, and, and pounding some. For, what for is game. what is the name of the the stadium? Is it Levi Stadium? Levi Stadium. Okay, yes. the new stadium in Cisco. Well, it's not even San Francisco. Oh, okay. No. So Twenty First Amendment. Okay, and Anchor are both at the stadium. So nice. If there's any listeners out in San Francisco or California that are going to the Super Bowl, lucky you. Number one. <laughs> number two, you'll be able to get some of the beers that we've had. On the show. Nice. So you'd be able to uh, be a big failure like us tonight and go out and drink some of the beers that we were tasting for our craft beer test. Um, so that's good. So you just looked that up. Yeah, so that, they that's have, fantastic. Uh, they have 21st Amendment, Brew Free or Die IPA. Yeah, which is a great IPA. They have awesome IPA. Anchor California Lager and Anchor Steam. Mm-hmm. And then they have a bunch of other ones. Uh, Fat Tire, Anderson Valley, a bunch of shitty beers. Um, they've got Kona, Lagunitas, which sold out. Kona is amazing. Kona um, is definitely Sierra amazing. Nevada is there, which Sierra makes Nevada. sense. Stone, which makes sense. Now, for those of us that... Speak Easy, I think, is out of uh, uh, San Francisco yes. also. So yes, they're they there, too. And North Coast is out of San Francisco. So. Now, for those of us that are shitty beer drinkers, like those of us that just like to drink the uh, you know the shitty Coors Light or Budweiser, do they have the shitty beer offerings? They do. Out? They have Corona. Well, there you go. Corona. Which is not as shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, they have... Oh. Hold on, we have a caller. We do. We do. Hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. <laughs> uh, hello, this is Drinking Dirty in San Diego. Dude, your picture that pops up when you Skype with us is hilarious. It's what, what is it? It's you with your fucking mouth open. Oh, that, I know exactly. The, uh, from the Pro Bowl, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I love that line. It's so funny. I like doing it. I was like, oh, we have a caller. I look at it. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, uh, we're actually very excited to talk to you. You're the first caller we're able to con- connect with tonight. We've been like relentlessly striking out, striking yeah. out with uh, all our guests. So uh, thank so you very much. When like, I first you... called, it, it, it disconnected me and I called back. I thought it was like user error. Granted, I'm only a six pack in, so I feel ill prepared be with you right now a six but pack of what what are you drinking i'm afraid to find out what he's drinking are you drinking shitty beer or know. good beer i don't have to answer that question i have a constitutional right <laughs> <laughs> so that means shitty beer okay now uh now actually now this is now for those of you that is are, it in are, a duffel bag a leaky oh, duffel yes. bag <laughs> <Isn't> it? <laughs> yeah but it's not dripping okay fuck off okay <laughs> well that's a step up for you so that's good um so, like, uh, we're actually very excited. Now, for our listeners and, and, uh, and watchers who are, are checking this out, um, now, this is a Good Bar, who's a good friend of ours for, for years and years and years, one of my best friends in the world. And he's, a, he's pretty much a football expert. Uh, so every time I do a football show, I go to this guy. Um, he, you know, he, he really knows his shit. And now, other than that, he's also a bartender. He's also a bartender, so, so. he kind of fits in really well with our show. So, um, well, I, so I would like to say that I've, that, that I've excelled in life. I'm actually a bar manager. But oh yay! Yay! Good for you. No, I've only been doing it for four years, but hey, we drink when we talk. That's a big announcement. So all four listeners of ours, (laughs) listen up. Good bar is now a bar manager. Wait, he's been doing it for four years, and neither one of us knew that for four years. Big announcement. Yeah, Super Bowl Eve, motherfucker. (laughs) All right, but how do you play? You say please continue, cocksuckers. What? (laughs) I said, is there a polite way to say please continue, cocksuckers, or no? I'm just not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's polite enough, actually. But um, one of the reasons I did say we're excited, please. 
<laughs> One of the reasons we're excited to talk to you is that you are a Panthers fan, and your wife is a Broncos fan. Which is awesome. So, so Yeah, so. It's the good so marbles. We figure we're going to have the game where it's going to be like, you know, chips, salsa, divorce papers, and beer. There you go. So it's going to be very exciting in the Good Bar house tomorrow. Uh, yes. But what, what are your uh, predictions for the game? All right. Really? So NFL Network came up with this whole thing where they're like, 88 hours of coverage, 88 hours of coverage, of which I've watched about maybe 82 of the 88 hours. And the thing that they're not talking about they're talking about Vaughn Miller and Demarcus Ware and Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis and Cam Newton, but they're not giving enough focus on Wade Phillips because Wade Phillips will win or lose this game for Denver. If Wade Phillips presents a defensive plan, anything remotely close to what he did against the Patriots, Broncos yeah. lose. If you're giving up those A and B gaps, Cam Newton's going to destroy you. Tom Brady doesn't run up the gut. Cam Newton will destroy you. I mean, most of the Panthers' overall yards, which are talking, what, 1,800 this year on the ground, came up the middle with about 250 to 300 coming from outside or broken down play where Cam had to figure out how to like put it on his feet and run it. Now, on top of that, you have the Panthers play a zone defense and Denver plays man defense. So if you disguise the coverage and pretty much what Denver needs to do is have their man coverage, whoever's covering the slot and the, the, the shallow routes, have them pull off the blitz. Because you're not going to get Cam across the middle with a linebacker who's smaller and weighs less than him. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if you can get the speed guy in there to disrupt the pass, if it goes longer than two seconds, Cam is passing. If it's less than two seconds and Cam starts moving, it's a design run. So Denver needs to stop the outside blitzing because it will not work. It'll push Cam right up the middle, and they need to drop their man coverage from whoever's crossing, that, that crossing pattern, that shallow route, that underneath, whatever you want to call it. That's the guy that needs to put the pressure on Cam on a passing play and then come up the middle and throw Cam off his game. If they don't do that and they decide to, decide to play a safe man coverage all the way around down the field, they're done. They're, they're, they're done. It's ugly. It's not even a fucking close. Nowhere near close. Now, on the Panther side, what the person that no one's talking about, it's all about Cam and Luke and everything else, but they're not talking about Kirk Coleman, who's a guy that nobody wants to think about, who had six consecutive games this year with an interception. He had one in the playoffs on a, on, a, on a key play where Arizona had momentum and they were about to get back in the game, and he had a diving, jumping backwards two-hand grab in the end zone. So you have this guy who's six consecutive, we're not talking about random or gimmies, consecutive games as a safety. So you have the zone coverage. Denver's not going to throw much on uh, Josh Norman, even though everyone says he's a bitch and he's overrated and all that. He's given up, I think, two touchdowns this year. One was in the playoffs. So he's not a bitch. He's he's shown that he's a stud. So they're not going to throw his way. So so. When Denver forces these these passes to Emmanuel Sanders or Tammy the tight end or any of that, that's where Coleman's going to shine because you still keep single coverage with Norman, whoever the hell he's on, and then you have this lingering safety who's a badass stud that nobody has mentioned. He wasn't even announced with the team. He was one of the other 47 that came. Right, right. And the guy just fucking kills it on the defense. Right. No, so, I mean, I... I agree. I agree. I mean, I think, I think the one thing everyone's overlooking is the game is being played in the murder capital of the world. That place is just crawling with vampires, Santa Clara. 
Um, <laughs> hopefully the game's over before it's dark. Otherwise, everybody's going to be did, fucked. Did, did you specifically want me to call in just to drop a Lost Boys reference on me? <laughs> hey, I would drop a Lost Boys reference on anybody. That's specifically you. As long as they not, don't, not important. As long as they don't eat the noodles, they're okay. Wait, wait. Is Elias is Elias sitting there with you right now too, or what? Not saying. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> That's worms. No, if Elias was there, cat's mouth might be full. Oh uh, yeah. Elias is too busy eating Werthers right now. No, but honestly, like. I, like he's too busy eating Werther's. No, he, I'm the I'm the I'm the good bar knows that story. But but in any case, let's not bore our <laughs> listeners with a Werther's story, please. Whatever about the old man candy, really? Um, <laughs> now, um, my my per, like my serious prediction is that I think Peyton's g- going to go out with a bang. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a nail biter. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a last second quarter drive, and I think Peyton's going to uh, he's just going to put it in at the last second. And I think, and unfortunately, I think he's going to beat your Panthers. Um, but I don't think you should take it too personally because I think it's not the last Super Bowl that Cam Newton's going to be in. Um, but I think Peyton's just going to go out. He's going to go out on top, and I think that's just my prediction. I mean, I, I don't not going to coming, coming from the Giants fan. Coming from the Giants fan, when everyone said Eli can never do it, and Eli was just a bust, and he didn't have mechanics, and he didn't have an arm, and he was goofer, like a goony little fuck, and he had Down syndrome and everything else. So coming from the Giants fan, you say, you're telling me that Cam Newton, who led the league in touchdowns, who has won on every level he's ever been involved in, you're telling me that he's never going back to the Super Bowl? No, 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 I said he is. No, 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 I said that no, he is going to see other Super Bowls. Okay, I, no, I miss her. What, what I'm saying is it's going to be like a dramatic finish. It's going to be like the uh, last game Derek Jeter played for the Yankees when he got that dramatic win at the end. Uh, he, you know, he's going to go out on top. This is his last year. He hasn't gone and said it. I guarantee okay. you this is his last year, especially if he wins. The only unfortunate part of Peyton winning the Super Bowl is I have to see fucking Eli's stupid face in the fucking oh, stands. Okay, for for you guys and everyone listening, here here is what to look for on who's going to win the Super Bowl. On on, on Denver's first drive on defense, Carolina's first possession offense, or call it Carolina's overall first eight plays. If Cam Newton starts that game 0 for 3, 1 for 4, anywhere in that area, Denver wins that game because he's off his game. If Cam Newton starts that game 3 for 3, 3 for 4, 4 for 5, I don't care about the score. If Cam Newton's sitting three for four or anything in that area with 50 yards plus or minus 10, Carolina wins that game. You're just taking like a pulse of the defense of Denver, basically what you're doing there. Exactly. Like, so if, if, if Denver's going to be a hot defense all night. And that's kind of what Denver they did comes the off blazing hot. If Denver comes off blazing hot right from the get-go and they can pressure Cam and he's not completing his throws and all that, they will get in his head. And he will not be able to come back. He'll put it all on his feet and running. And those safeties are too fast. Those corners are too fast. And that defense is too strong. Is he going to pull Cam Newton at that point and sit on the sidelines with a fucking towel on his head like he's 10 years old and just like fucking mope? Like he always That's does when he's I fucking hate. losing? <laughs> Dude, I hate that about him as well. But I'm telling you, the first Carolina's first 8 to 10 offensive plays will tell you, the, the, will tell you who wins that game. He's not going to start off. He's not going to start off one for seven or two for eight for twenty-one yards, and then have this miraculous halftime. Like he's not Belichick. He's not Brady. He's not a Patriot. He's not a fucking cheater. You know, there's not someone on the other right. sidelines calling in plays. Or he, he's not that guy who's going to have this miraculous second half. Oh, Drew! Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's not that guy. It's all on him, and he knows that if he starts off bad, he's got to recover from it, and the whole team's looking at him. And because he's still, I I don't even remember freaking what the hell I was doing when I was twenty six years old. I know I was drinking with you. Yeah, right. I was just gonna say that, <laughs> but I don't. I don't remember where. I don't remember how many times I got arrested in that year. You know, yeah, right. but. He's still this young fucking kid. If he, if they can rattle him, like Manning, you can knock Manning to the ground four or five times. You can intercept him in the first quarter. You can do whatever. Manning is the, is well, the consummate professional. Do you know, like, he will bounce back. One, no, you're right. And the one Super Bowl that he did win against the Bears, he played like shit. And he still fucking won. He played like shit. He actually has never really like uh, had that standout moment in the postseason where he actually like stood up and played well and like did what his brother did and like played well in the big game. Because, uh, you know, and then the one that he won, he played like shit. I mean, the last Super Bowl he, he was in was one of the worst ever. Right. What, it was like 40 to 7 or something like that? I think in the first drive, somebody, like, hiked the ball over his shoulder. It went in the fucking end zone, and there was a safety or something there like that. There was an interception. And then he was psyched drive. out the whole game. So, like, that makes me nervous about the thing. I don't think Peyton has the – I mean, I know Peyton's, uh, you know, uh, statistically a better player than Eli. But I think Eli has shown he has the cojones to step up in the big fucking games. I mean, I, I don't think do I've have, seen that pain. <laughs> on the random off note, you have the concept that five years in, uh, Payton versus Cam, Cam has more passing yards and has accomplished more than Payton ever did at the five-year mark. Not to say that that's a projection towards the future, but at this moment... In t- I mean, if you go by stats, then Brady should have been every time. Think right, about I know. Well, yeah, well yeah. You, you, what, what's that saying? Stats don't lie, but liars use stats? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to have true. faith that Cam's gonna. I, I, I want to have faith that Cam's gonna pull off like you know seven Super Bowl wins. Hopefully, um, but I'm saying, the- every, all, all this being said, everything being said, and like people talking, I'm a Panthers fan. I'm a diehard Panther. You know, Nicole's a Broncos fan. All that. I have the utmost respect for Peyton Manning, and I wish, I wish to God that this went either way, where Carolina was playing anybody else, or Denver was playing anyone else. Because I want Peyton Manning to win a Super Bowl and walk off and retire the right way and retire on top of his game and just be the man. But I don't want it against the team that I have tattooed on my body. (laughs) Just for any other listener, so you guys understand. Yes, I have Carolina tattooed on my body. I fought my wife for five months about naming our child Carolina. She won in the end, but that was the name I wanted. You don't want to force that upon a kid named the kid Carolina. You don't want to end the kid First Panther. All, everybody's not going to relate to the Carolina Panthers <laughs> oh, because of that name. Panther would have been better. Did you tell Cass what the bet Nicole and I have on this game is? What? What is it? So, okay, so Nicole, Nicole well, I mean, like, came I, up with it. I mean, like, if, if it was me and Cassie, I mean, I would go as the sexual route. I would say, like, if, um, if, if my team lost, then she has to blow me in a Giants jersey. Or if, like, her yeah, team... But- you know, the other way around that I have to go down on her in her team's jersey. That's a good yeah, but, bet. But, I, but luckily, I, I married pretty much a nympho. So if I say, hey, hon, can you do this? She'll do it. I don't need, like, sports on that. She's just all about it. So it's, it's more than that. Whichever team wins. Now, keep in mind, she was also born born in Littleton, Colorado, which is about 20 minutes from the Mile High Stadium. And, you know, you know that I became a Carolina fan when I was in the Marines at Camp Lejeune when they were up and coming as a team. Yeah, you wanted to like a team from its inception. That was your words. So, so what? You wanted to like a team from its inception. From yes. its beginning. Yeah, exactly. 
And who gets a chance to do that? Very rare. But anyway, so the bet we have is since we have the two kids, the two-and-a-half-year-old and the nine-month-old, whichever mm-hmm. team wins the Super Bowl, that's the team jerseys that the, the kids are getting. So they're pretty much going to be born as fans based off the winner of this game, which for someone like okay, me so who lives, gonna, eats, shit, and wastes my ass football. Right. This is going to decide your kid's childhood right here, this game. Yes, exactly. It's going gonna, it's gonna to mold their childhood and what teams they like. So this is a big game. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, what I'm worried about is I hope, hopefully, uh, Lady Gaga is barely wearing any clothes for the national anthem. She's so fucking hot. Ugh. <laughs> Do you think she's hot, good bar? You know, if you would have asked me five years ago, <laughs> I would have said Lady's, Lady Gaga's face makes sense because clearly she's hiding a penis. But now, <laughs> now that she's not this, she's not making albums, she's not singing, she's not like, look at me, I need attention, I'm an attention whore, look at what's on my head, I don't even fucking know, look, I'm in a meat suit, I don't know what, now that she's not doing that, she's fucking smoking hot. But if you look at her during her music career, I honestly think she was a fucking hideous looking wildebeest. Like, somewhere between like, not to make fun of Down Syndrome, because I really don't agree with that, but she was a mix between like, a no. transsexual Down Syndrome maggot dead puppy. Like, that was the attraction that I had towards her. I would rather fuck a maggot-infested dead puppy than even think about letting Lady Gaga look at my testicles. Do you watch... Uh, can, you, can we use the word balls? Oh! Hold that's on. the drinking word, Gabar. You, you said balls. balls in Spanish, and now he said testicles instead of balls. Like, what oh! Yeah, you gotta say balls, Gabar. Oh! Get with the get with the swing of things here. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm fucking with your balls. I apologize. Oh, drink. <laughs> hey, good bar. The Panthers win. How many celebration cores lights will you drink? <laughs> um. Well, I do have. It's funny. I didn't. I didn't want anyone at my house for this party or for the Super Bowl because it's too personal. And somehow I have about 19 people coming over. So I told them all, bring your own beer. And like, it sounds like a rant, but it makes sense. I told them all, bring your own beer, bring your own food. I'm not supplying. You're not drinking mine. You're not doing I'm not sharing a beer. Don't ask me for one. I don't give a fuck. I bought two 30-packs that I intend to have for Sweet. myself. All right, so there you now, go. Now, if I put packs. down 60 beers in the course of a Super Bowl Sunday, at my size, height, and weight, I have forever trumped Andre the Giant as far as alcohol consumption. Now, he drank yes. 120 beers in one sitting, my friend. You're but way he said, behind. But he said his no. beef. Going by his size and weight. Oh, your size and weight. So you're yeah. doing the whole math Pro- thing. Proportionately, I will drink like 14% of my body weight in alcohol or something. So you're something trying ridiculous. to the greatest of all time by going body weight. So, so I don't know. Now, now, I do have to say, although we're, you're talking, you're probably drinking something good and nice and all that, but I do know parts about you that you might not declare on the show. So in honor of you, I do have one twelve pack of PBR. Sitting on my hey, patio. I what? proudly say on this show that I drink PBR, so that's not embarrassing me. <laughs> I, I always say I drink PBR, so yeah, but, no, that's fine. Do me a but, favor, though. Do, do my, me a favor. And so I don't my 12 pack of PBR is strictly to Stone Cold Steve Austin in the event the Panthers win, and in the event the Panthers lose, it's strictly to Nolan Ryan, my wife. <laughs> there you go. Now, if you do drink these uh, sixty, the, the Andre equivalent of beer, you gotta like don't throw out the cans. Make a pyramid or stack them somewhere and do take something. a fucking picture and send it to uh, us, and we'll post it on our, I, our fucking Facebook. I will make as close as possible to a Lombardi Trophy out of beer cans. 
Nice. Sweet. Yeah, definitely send it to us. Now, will your whole outfit be teal tomorrow? Do you wear teal? <laughs> That's your team's color. No, because I, I'm a superstitious fucking idiot. So yeah. I don't wear jerseys. I wear jerseys on game day until the game starts because I feel that oh players only reserve so the right to wear the jersey. <laughs> Dude, I'm Cassie stupid. does the same thing. I do the same <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah, I, That's and I'm, so I'm, funny. I think I think I'm up to eleven jerseys right now, but I, I mean, won't so wear any of them. People always but, I we're the same person. That me and Goodbar are the same person. <laughs> and dude, yeah. I seriously like I will come home and if the game's on, I'm like fuck this, and I like throw my jersey, take my jersey, and I throw it up the stairs. She does. I'm right like I can't wear this. <laughs> like, well, I have another thing. I, I have weird things too. Like I, I have my Panthers coffee mug, which ever since the handle broke off last year, like I was pissed off. I didn't have a different coffee mug, so I was like, "Fuck it!" And I drank out of my Panthers mug, and they won. And then they won the next week, and then they won the next week. So like, I have my Panthers mug with a broken handle that I dr- I have to drink out of before the game. I also have to be out on the street wearing my jersey, drinking coffee, having a cigarette from that mug, and have somebody see me. Before the game starts, and before Don't I'll go in and watch the game, and take... so <laughs> like no, you, usually, <laughs> no, usually I have my pants on. But even if you, but if your fucking dick's out, unless you have some kind of famous tube teal system going on there, tube teal, like like like, how do you pee on the street without your fucking you know? I didn't say pee. I said drink coffee. No, you just said. Didn't he say he pees? I on the swear street? he said he pees, he pees on, on the, the street. street. I swear to God, you said that. And Cassie heard that too. So <laughs> well, maybe there's a problem because I. I, I really have to pee right now, but I didn't want to go in and do it while I was on here, because then that's just weird. But anyways, so I have that's a whole stupid little ceremony that I go through. And here's a funny-ass story. I forbid Nicole from drinking from my Panthers mug. Forbid uh-huh. it during the, the season. Absolutely fucking forbid it. One time uh-huh. this year, I wake up, I go outside, and Nicole's drinking. Is it drink- game? <laughs> yes. She drank from my fucking Panthers mug, and they lost that fucking game. Did you have to sit down and put a towel over your head for that one? So no, I almost fucking got arrested. <laughs> for yeah, for peeing on the street, dude. That's fucking illegal. You don't just whip out your balls in the street. Wait, oh, wait, wait. Is it illegal in New York City now? Did they say that it's like uh, an ethnic privilege to be able to piss wherever you want, and by telling them that they're not allowed to pee on a corner, that we're like racist or some fucking shit? It's illegal to do anything in New York and New Jersey. You can't say the word cigarette without getting arrested in New right. York and New Jersey. It's just fucking stupid. It's very yeah, but I think that's a law now in New York City. You can piss wherever the hell you want, and it's just legal. No, I heard that for homeless people. So homeless people can just whip yeah. it out and just fucking pee. So that's great. Yeah, my daughter like, to like fucking they... in the city, and fucking somebody homeless guy whips out his homeless dick and just starts fucking urinating. Right Dude, if I see that, they set up like a they set up like a piss and masturbation station on like street corners or something. Ew. Masturbation station. I heard about that too. Actually, Ew. I heard about that. There's like men masturbation stations. That's like insane. Yeah. It's... <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, um, now the good bar. Last question for you: What was Tom Brady's? Uh, what was Tom Brady in trouble for deflating? Why was he? No, no, no. What, what? was Tom Brady in trouble for deflating? Um, Giselle's ass. I don't know. What? Oh my god! <laughs> it is a serious question. What was my, uh, football? Is that a real question? <laughs> it was it was a setup for you to say the word balls. Oh my god, that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to say the word balls. Oh, oh. what is that drinking? Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh well, Tom's god. balls were lighter than uh, oh. Andrew Luck's balls. 
Oh. And Andrew thought he had sturdy balls, but he had Brady's oh. balls. So while Brady had his underinflated balls, Andrew was playing with Brady's balls and had no idea that his balls weren't up to his own ball standards. So Brady's out there flinging his balls everywhere. Ball here, ball there, dropping balls, dipping balls, handed balls, flipping balls. Luck's out there like, there's something wrong with my balls. I don't know where my balls are going. Why are my balls off target? And at the end of the day, Brady's balls win get investigated, everyone's looking at Brady's balls, Brady's like, my balls are fine, a, a grand, ju- okay, grand jury judge, uh, who had nothing to do with it, who was not involved in anything, wasn't even sanctioned by the NFL, this ballsy judge comes out and says, I got balls, I'm going to step in here and show my balls, and he says, Tom Brady's yeah. balls are fine. Yeah, let's go, we let's go, we're running out of time. All right, thanks for going in, buddy, uh, we appreciate it, you're the best fucking football conversations ever, we'll definitely call you the next time uh, football is going on, alright, buddy, thank you. All right, love you guys. Love, love you. you. Bye, folks. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio.